Hey there everyone at Featherfall Tabletop Gaming and everyone on Twitch. Welcome to the Gateway Wars. Brand new D&D livestream homebrew game uh, made by me, Harvey Barrel. Let's uh, go around uh, to our, our players and have them introduce themselves before we get to their characters. Steven, how about you? <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Steven the Demon. If you're not familiar with me, thank God. So, uh, we're over here playing some D&D &D with the boys and gottles. And, uh, we're, you know, streaming live at the Oddball Show. It's, yeah, that, that it. Who next? You, you to the, that area. Or maybe that area. Go for it. Yes, Art. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Art. Um, so we, well, I'm, uh, have, well, not much going on with me, so I'm just gonna say hi to everybody. Thanks for having me. And, um, excited for this, this campaign. It was really interesting when I read it. I was like, hey, you know what would be a good idea for this dark, this kind of serious story? Billy, why not? <laughs> so yeah, and if you guys anything, I do have an Instagram. If you guys want to follow my art, uh, it's Arturo Hernandez Art. Follow me there. Check out my stuff. Heck yeah! Yeah. Hi, uh, I am Marlo. I uh, do a lot of things. Uh, so I have a podcast called Sins of the Father. I also play a bard on that. I know we haven't gotten a new character from playing this time, but that's a very different bard than this bard, so you're not going to get the same experience, I swear. Uh, I am a player and an editor for that show. I have uh, three live streams, four live streams I'm currently working on. So I have a Wednesday night cult divinity lost game over on DLive. Uh, that's DLive slash transient. Um, that one's got a content warning on it, a very intense content warning. So, yeah. Uh, watch yourself if you if you catch that one. Uh, additionally, we I also am on uh, Fridays. I am on Atomic Apocalypse on uh, Encounter Roleplay. Uh, that's from two to five Central Time. Um, and then I'm here on Saturdays. And then I also just got signed up for a show on Other Doc Channel. Um, I think that'll be ten thirty p.m. Central Time. Uh, called Witch Hunt. So I am excited. That is in a system I have never played before called Spells, and I'm excited for it. Uh, so check me out. You can find me on Twitter at, at Marlo Bogwitch. Um, and yeah, follow me. Thank you. I'm Styx. I've uh, been playing D&D &D for about two years and was instantly addicted. Um, and uh, today I thought I'd bring in a new character to the game called Thal uh, Thalgris Eventide. He is a Ravenite, Black Dragonborn, uh, Twilight Cleric. You got anything else going on with you right now? No, just work, actually. Yeah, busy with work. Oh. Work in the think. games industry, so... <laughs> Uh, and I'm uh, uh, I'm Harvey Barrel. I will be your storyteller for this evening, and I'll be running a uh, high fantasy, slight sci-fi, kind of grim, dark uh, adventure. Um, and I'm also helped by my co-GM, uh, Smash. Hey, what up? I'm Smash, and uh, I will be involved here sporadically. Uh, I'm currently the note keeper and spirit of knowledge. So anything the players need to know or remember, I will have a 
accounted for in this tome of mine. All right. Uh, so this is the Gateway Wars. Uh, this is going to be a... Um, it is a land that has seen countless generations and countless civilizations rise and fall over the aeons of time. The... We're missing a demon. Maybe I shouldn't continue. I'm here, fixing a cable. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, the... Time of ancients have come into uh, downright mythology now. There, there's, there's so much that the the people have forgotten, the lands have forgotten. That has become a a time of uh, of uh, uh, medieval society, and there's um, there's been some tensions brewing. This has been a mostly peaceful land. Uh, this continent of Gardenia, where our players will start. Um, or the, the uh, sorry, the continent of Gardana, and they're on their way to the kingdom of Gardinia, the capital of this continent. Um, there are many, several uh, uh, smaller city-states and uh, smaller countries that have their own sovereignty, but they all sort of give homage to the the city that was the foundation uh, for this continent's uh, uh, culture. Uh, the uh, characters. Uh, seem to come from a varied walks of life. Um, and they've come here and they, they all seem to be uh, having the same goal in mind in the sense that they all, they all have plans in the big city. And if, uh, if we'd like to go into further detail about uh, our characters before I go into uh, actual story intros, um, let's, uh, let's go through there. Uh, who would like to start? Sagris actually comes from uh, the city of Rune. Uh, he lives with his uncle, uh, who is a bit of a crazy, eccentric kind of guy, a bit of a conspiracy theorist, and uh, he believes things such as all left turns are right. Um, and he's he, he does have a father who he lives on the other side of the world, who's a bit of a nobleman, but other than that, uh, yeah, he's starting out. He's uh, currently in service to Shah, the mistress of the night, and he's trying to find his way in the world. And to point out, uh, the land of Rune that he mentioned is actually from a, uh, another continent from across the sea. Uh, and he's trying to spread the good word on his pilgrimage. Hello! Hey. I am playing Turquoise Ferguson! I am a magical user with, uh... Yeah... Daddy issues. We're gonna put it, we're gonna leave it at that. Uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see... What happens with me? Maybe I'll open a tavern. Maybe I'll find a nice gal and settle down. Or maybe, you know, not that. I don't know. We'll find out. You know, keep the mystery alive. Gives me room to work with. Next. Hi, I'm playing a uh, half-elf uh, elven pugilist. Um, uh, He's a little... Not that, well, you know, um, what's the, um, what's the, um, what's the, uh, not that, um, not that smart, but he, um, he good at hitting things. Think he does a daddy. Daddy showed him how to do it. Yeah. But you know what's also good? I don't know, you told me. So trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm just trying to, he's, uh, learned a lot from his dad, um, to be on a pugilist, and he's just trying to figure out a way for him to better himself maybe 
make himself feel like he's worthy of his, of his I guess you say, high-achieving family. And with his struggling with his little birth defect, he tries to break through that, see if he continue, if he should. Thank you. And last but not least... Uh, so I am playing Ariana. Uh, she is a uh, Asimar bard uh, who um, has seen some shit. I, I, what shit? We'll, we'll find out. Uh, but she has um, lost a lot of people very important to her. And she uh, is a very different sort of bard. Like I said earlier, uh, she is quite darker than anticipated um so yeah all right uh now i gotta take care of some uh important things to get them out of the out of the way is that we've got a couple of uh, uh sponsors here we have found familiar coffee uh a delicious brewing company that uh makes you uh the hot pot of coffee to keep you awake for all your gaming needs when you're going late into the night uh some of us here online uh Right now, are from different time codes. I believe it's way early for Sticks, but really late for Steven. Oh no, I'm good. Yeah, this is this is like a. I probably don't go to bed for another eight hours. I, you know. You're mad. Probably. Uh, and we also have Skull Splitter dice uh, that make a variety of D and D themed dice. Uh, they got metal dice as well. They're very shiny. I wish I had a, a set to show off to you right now, um, but uh, if you watch some of our other streams, I'm part of a Star Wars stream on uh, on currently on Mondays. Every other, uh, we uh, display and show off those dice. So come over to that stream if you ever want to check those out. Uh, so that's uh, on Featherfall Tabletop Gaming. We've got Skull Splitter dice and Found Familiar Coffee. All right, so let's start off the adventure. Uh, today, we're going to start with uh, Styx. Styx, you've, uh, you've been in the land of Gardenia for uh, just a few months now. Uh, not enough to really get your bearings on the overall land, but... You have a good understanding of your local woods, where you're staying with your uncle. You were also sent with a young acolyte, uh, who has been trying to learn under you and study under you, He's to help you build a new church at the uh, exterior wall of Gardenia's uh, citadel. The acolyte's name is Torben. Torben Phyllis, if you want to know. Um, Torben is a, uh, is a bright-eyed, uh, human, uh, just, uh, how, how old is your character, Styx? Can't hear you, you might be muted. He's 37. 37, okay. So this is, a like, a, a young, like, 17-year-old acolyte. This person's, like, you know, it's like, he's, it's, it's his first, first pilgrimage. This is your first pilgrimage going overseas. You've done, you've done a handful over on your side of the world. But uh, he's, uh, he's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and he, he follows direction and listens to the orders, and he's all about the, um, the mysteries of life, and he's l wanting to learn the secrets from you. Now, um, your uncle, uh, did we get a name for him? I do apologize. Yes, his name is Felgrin. What was that? I'm sorry. Felgrin. Felgrin? 
Selgrin. All right. So, Selgrin, uh, he, uh, come to the table, come to the table. I've drawn you a map. It's a good map. Avoid all dangers. Avoid, avoid the, the bears. It's, it's, it's low season. No, not very good foods. Right now, the bears, very hungry. They'll, 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 they might try to come and, and chumps on you. Um, uh, yeah, here, and it's just, you see all, like, what looks like a standard map, but he has drawn the most curly-cued path and route with all these different markers all over it, what to avoid. He's like, there's dryads over here in these woods. There's, there's you know, hungry bears over here. There's been known uh, kobold infestations near the mountains. Um, and, uh, but the path looks like it'll take three times as long to try to get to the city from where you're at, as opposed to a straight shot through the woods. Yeah, if you can Hmm. I was telling you, if you go there, you turn here, you go there, you'll be fine. It'll take you uh, two weeks, two weeks tops. No problem. Don't worry, Uncle. I'm sure we'll be fine. You made sure we actually got to visit the goblins, correct? The goblins? Well, uh, yeah, we, we don't have to worry about about them right now. Uh, they're, they're, their mating season's over, huh? They're not as wily. Well, I trust you anyway. Here, follow the map. Don't deviate. Uh, he hands it off to you. Here's your pack. Here's some rations. Safe travels. You didn't put the nuts in this one, did you? No, no, no. They're in, they're in Thal's bag. They're in his bag. Right, good. You know how I puff up when I have nuts. It's a darndest thing. The scales get all bristly. And with that, uh, he kind of shuffles you out the door um, to uh, towards your destination of uh, Gardenia Castle. We're going to segue over to Art. Aaron Turnbuckle. Uh, your uh, father's mill has... Um, had a bit of a snag. The, uh, the 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 giant saw blades that you were uh, that you and your your family's crew usually work with uh, finally was on its last legs. You, you knew it 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 was going to snap at any time now. Um, it it should have gone ages ago, but today was the day. He's finally having to shell out the money, and your your father's uh, kind of stingy. Uh, even though um, the other side of your family is a little bit more well off, he still. Um, sticks to his roots about his frugality. Um, so he sends you with uh, just enough money with um, to to replace the saw blades that are needed from the city. Uh, they've already been um, ordered and because uh, word was sent to your uh, your mother's side of the family that's in the city. The, the order has already been placed. It just needs to be picked up and paid for. You're sent with a uh, the foreman who's been teaching you a sweet duck uppercut. Just really, like, about, like, getting in their face and then, like, ducking down, hiding, and it's, like, almost like a, a quick sneak attack, almost, with a with a, a nice straight punch to the jaw. Um, and uh, the, for, uh, the foreman is a, uh, a, 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 
a, a, also a human, but almost of dwarven stock, it would seem like. He is almost as wide as he is tall. And uh, his name is uh, Brahmin. Uh, Brahmin Thorfist. And uh, he's to uh, accompany you. Uh, you guys don't have any, like, horses or spare. Um, uh, uh, it, it, there's no rides, no carts, no wagons. Um, you're going to basically sling the, saw, the big saws over your guys' backs, the two of you, and, and walk it back. It's one of those giant two-person saws on back and forth. Um, also, the same with you, sticks uh, uh, for uh, Thalgris, is that there, you guys don't have any steeds of any kind. It is a, a walk on foot. Um, and while you are, um, uh, you're sent with this task, uh, he, he gives you a little bit of extra money, your starting gold, uh, to, uh, buy any other, uh, things that you might need from town or that you might want, some novelties, gift shop stuff, like, he knows how rare it is you get to the, get to go to the city, so he's letting you, like, have a little bit to, to, to play with. Uh, the... Oh, now remember, don't don't spend it all in one place. If anyone's trying to charge you too much, you, you just haggle them down. Just you gotta you gotta haggle them down. You never 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 pay full price. Never pay the price. Okay. Full price. It. You, Do I take it? No, no, you don't. No, son, you don't. You don't take it. You you. They they want this much. You tell them this much. Then they're going to counter with that much, and you're going to counter with this much until you agree on this much. So kind of like, kind of like, like, like a fight. But with words? Right. Like a fight with words. Yes, yeah, son. Yeah, it's, it's a fight with words where you, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to, uh, you know, like when you try to sneak a hit, you know, when, when, they're, when they're not looking, it's the same thing. You're trying to, you're trying to sneak a word into their brain to convince them. Like, 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 like a sucker punch to the, to the noggin, but, but with the sound from my mouth. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds about right. So, but remember, don't, don't punch them, unless, you know, they badmouth you or deserve it or something, but, I mean, don't, don't just try to, don't punch and take stuff, if you know what I'm saying. It's not I worry about you. I, I, I think I got yeah, uh, yeah. All right, I think I got it. Right, I love you, son, and uh, give give your love to your to your ma. Uh, I plan on seeing her in, in a in a couple months. Will do, will do. <sighs> that boy ain't right. So you're sent off with uh, with uh, Thorfist, um, uh, and uh, you'll be traveling through the woods. And these woods are second nature to you, unlike uh, sticks. And both of you, you and sticks, are actually in the same patch of woods, the uh, the the um, web web shallows, uh, web shallow woods. Uh, and it's because there's just a lot of spider webs just within your paths. You're always walking through them. Go, go, go. So the web the web shallows. Um, no, like giant spiders or anything like that has ever been seen in them. It's just yeah, it's just the, the spider population. Uh, then we're going to jump over down to Marlo, Ariana's character. Or, I just reversed that, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Ariana, Marlo's character. Um, 
after Ariana fled the tragedy, been trying to find meaning and spreading mm. stories and tales of woe to prepare folk for the coming miseries of life. You found that um, in the in the land that you're in now, um, you, you traveled further south from from your Shade Abbey um, to the nearest town of of Rindo, and they they were having circuses, they were having festivals, they were. It was too soon and was not the right theme, and so you thought further south, keep my travels going. Eventually, you needed to hire a stoic, quiet Sherpa to get you through the arid mountains, to get you through and to the south, and also to help clear your head and to help you think of new stories, new, new soliloquies, new, new ways to perform, new uh, time to study your art. And luckily, your, your Sherpa, uh, 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 for, uh, Forbin, no, no. Yeah, Forbin. We'll go with Forbin. Going with a lot of Orban names lately. Um, a very quiet, stoic uh, uh, dwarf who... Um, few words. Lots of grunts. Um, kind of like the Witcher. <laughs> uh, where, you know, it's like he'll lead you along to a path... And it will split and divide, and he'll just... And you'll know. Um, the path is rather treacherous. Unlike nor normal high uh, mountain passes where it starts getting colder and wetter and snow, uh, it's getting drier and more arid. Um, not hot. It's a cold dry where lips begin to chap and um, the skin begins to ache. Um, as he's, uh, traveling down with you, he, uh, speaks to you. Shouldn't be much longer. One more travel around the pass, and you'll have one week of travel. You should be able to get to your kingdom. You remind me a lot of my daughter, around your age. Hmm. Not in demeanor, she's far too lively and, and happy and giddy, even. But I, uh, I see a spark. Do not let the world pull you down too far. I fear, I fear it's too late for that. This world is dark and deep and heavy, and the people, they, they live their lives like... like there's... No, nothing to fear, nothing in the shadows, nothing behind the next corner. It's silly. 
One day they will learn. It is true that one should worry about basking in the light. That's where things can see you. Each person has their journey. Each person has their trials and lessons to learn. They will learn yours, but there are more you should learn. Come, come, we have not much time. We're almost there. Once we're through this damn mountain, I will escort you to the castle. I have not much else waiting for me now. What about your daughter? I have not much waiting for me now. Hmm. And he then continues his silent trudge with you, uh, traveling down the, the mountainside. Turquoise! Turquoise... Hello. <laughs> Turquoise Ferguson. You... are having... a push. There is a... a feeling, an impression, a pressure upon... Your mind. Hmm. You. You feel a message. Almost. Stop them. Power. Repel them. Strength. Who? You see a bright flash before your eyes, of just another set of eyes staring at yours, glowing, red, deep, hungry, full of knowledge. I've been looking for someone like you. And I've been looking for someone receptive like you. Not the word I would have used, but I'm in on it. Find me. Bro, you right here. Grow stronger. Alright, that's fair. To the east. Head to the gate. Find you me. You got it. And you awake in a cold sweat. You are in the middle of a field. Out in the middle of nowhere. There's like maybe some farmland. You're on a bit of a higher plateau, so you got a little bit of a vantage. And there is... There is no city around. You went to bed in your bed. In the lower quarters of the uh, wizard's tower. Where your father has been uh, housing your... Um, lazy ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and you... You could see maybe off in the distance a structure that that could be a city of some kind, but you are you are well away from any civilization. What direction is the city? North, south, east, or west? To the west. Uh, I'm just going to look off to the east. Can I see anything in the east? Don't see anything in the east, but you do hear something coming mm -hmm. from the west. When you turned away and you start hearing uh, wagon wheels, 
And turning back, you will see that there's a, a, a halfling and a, a farmer with a horse-drawn carriage with some hay in the back. Very typical. Um, and it's, it's, it's about dusk. It's, uh, the, the sun is just dipping over the horizon. And I'm, uh, I'm gonna approach him. I'm gonna approach him and say, uh, you know, well, I'm talking to myself right now and I go, you know what? I ain't gonna get far on foot. And I'm gonna approach these two and go, uh, gentlemen, I couldn't, you know, wouldn't you believe it? You know, one second, you're practicing your wizard spells alone in the study. Next second, two portal spells go out of whack. You're in the middle of nowhere. Would you gentlemen be at all applicable to helping a poor wizard back to town? Oh, a wizard, you say? I, I had no clue there were wizards out this far. Oh, yes, oh, me and old Fergus here, oh, my wonderful steed, uh, we're, we're happy to take you. We're, we're, where are you needing to go to? Just heading to town in the west over there. Oh, well, it's not too out of my service, and I'm, I'm sure a, a well-respected wizard like yourself would repay someone like me for doing you such a duty, huh? Oh, I mean, just met me and already trying to take every penny I have, oh. Oh, no, no, well, not trying to get every penny. I, oh, no, no, no. I just, just a little, maybe, maybe a little bit of magical fanciful to, to, to entertain me a little. Well, that I do think I can do. And I am going to. Do, 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 do. Uh, I'm going to catch, cast a Eldritch Blast uh, about 20 feet away from us and just blow up the ground and then turn back to him and go. Now, how about that ride? Oh, yeah, do you want to ride up here with me or in the back and lay down? I think I'll take a, I think I'll take a nap in the back. Uh, that last spell took something fierce out of me. Oh, thank God. Oh, uh, yes, oh, please, have, have a seat, yes, oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, Fergus. <laughs> yeah. And from here, uh, I will show you where you're all ending up at. Just a moment. Here, first, we have Coming Down the Mountains. We have Ariana and her Sherpa down the mountain. Stephen the Demon passed out. Meeting our halfling and horse. Coming through the woods. Out of focus, I apologize. Is our pugilist and foreman and then camping out for the night lost in the woods is our dragonborn cleric and his acolyte <clears throat> who's falling asleep yeah the acolyte's asleep yeah that's it and yes i got really bored today so where you all starting here is that as the evening progresses on the cart which is a bed and two pedestals, but I'm just gonna shove it over here. We come along to where our bridge is. Fortunately, our bridge is blocked. Right as the poor hobbit rears the, the reins, oh, uh, apparently, uh, apparently we, uh, 
we got a bit of a problem. Uh, I, I, I can't lift that myself. I, I'm definitely gonna need some sort of some help. And I mean, you, you got your big blasty spells and all, but um, I'm uh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to to lift that up. While hearing this, Art, you and the foreman can hear the kerfuffle up ahead in the clearing that leads to the to the nearest road. It, Mr. Foreman, he got. Got it. There's something going on down there. You wanna uh, see what it is? Well, it is getting dark. Maybe uh, maybe we can hunker down and see if someone else has a camp started. Um, uh, can. But when we first gotta cross it, that right over there though. We got the bridge over there, right? We gotta go over there, go across that bridge first, don't we? At least get there. No, we just walk around the. Walk around the log there, it'll be fine. And oh! Coming out of the, the clearing as you get closer, seeing the log, you do see the horse and carriage with the, the halfling uh, riding atop. Uh, the. Uh, yeah, this, oh, I was gonna say, at this point, can I be outside the carriage just throwing Eldritch Blast after Eldritch Blast at this log, going, I ask for one simple thing! Take me! to the city and you cannot even get that right and i'm just like going eldritch blast after eldritch blast at this at this log just trying to move it that works out really well for everyone um <laughs> uh transition back so i think i fell for a trap Blast after blast after blast, singeing away. Over here in the campsite, you do hear that across the river, you start seeing there, uh, uh, Thalgris, is that across the river, you can hear the blasting, and you can see that there's smoke and light and plumage coming from the distance. And there's only a little bit of, of woods here. To kind of like muddle the vision, but you do see like above the tree line, there's shining of light. And what um, what type of light uh, does your uh, Eldritch Blast give off? Uh, just just a just a bright purple explosive light. So unnatural as hell. Oh yeah, no supernatural. You know, real real common purple fire. You know. Just your everyday campfire. Finally coming down the mountain is our bard and Sherpa. And you guys are just on the other side and also come out into the clearing and can see just across the river on the other side of the bridge just a lizard man just hopping up and down furious and mad. Eldritch power and Purple lightning and blast coming from his fists, just complaining up the wazoo. And a couple of, uh, 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 townies. <laughs> so now you know your locations.
Wonder why that little lizard man is so angry. With all this ruckus, he'll attract every hag within 20 miles. Have you ever seen what a hag can do to a lizard person? Have you seen what a lizard person can do to a hag? <laughs> I've never seen a hag. I'm... Hmm. I will take your word for it. You are a... A master of lore, are you not? Every bit of lore I can find, I retain. For the good of the people. Hmm. Hmm. Important. That was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're actually the closest to uh, the the ruckus that's going on, the 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 blasting and the and, uh, the irate attitude. Look at that little ding! Look at that! What are you doing? Huh? Oh, oh, you look like a bunch of young uh, strapping lads. Oh, God, maybe you can help me. We're we're trying to get past the bridge here, and oh, we got we got this big old log, and I, I, I just I'm, I've got little arms. I just, I can't be lifting, and he, he's got little arms, and but he's very angry. Uh, ah! Elder blast. <laughs> Ooh, 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 yeah. Your hands do sparkle things, man. What the heck is that? Holy heck, what the heck was that? Hey. Uh. Or, uh. It's magic. Yeah, it was uh, definitely magic. It's for those smart highfalutin types. I resent mama. that. No, you represent right, that. You, uh, there. Fancy hey, duds. Uh, 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 let us uh, take care of this. Uh, all you're really doing is making more of a mess. For all we know, you're going to probably break down this bridge right over here. I don't know. Think we don't want that bridge, still. Still want that bridge deal. So if you wanna like uh, step aside, me and the foreman will take care of this. I uh, I look at the little halfling that like gave me a ride to this point and go, at least someone is useful, and I step aside. What I should? But I I got the the wheels. What of the other two uh, newcomers to the party who, who are watching this little endeavor go as uh, Turnbuckle and the foreman go uh, over to the smoldering uh, downed tree and begin to try to move it? And go ahead and give me an athletics roll. Thirteen. Thirteen. He also got a thirteen. So both of you... Well trained together, worked together on the lumberyard. Both drop down, you squat down, use your knees, not your back. And you guys will be able to lift up and slowly start to scurry it out of the way. Meanwhile. And you fool, I told you we should go left. Left is always. Wait, what's that over there? Oh. Someone more incompetent than you are. Please, sir, I, I swear, I, I just did with them, I just followed the map. Yes, but you went right when it's supposed to go left. Wait, I mean, Uncle said that three lefts make a right, right? That's right. Wait. So, 
If that's right, and there's three rights, then there's four rights total. Which means we're left again, right? Uh, I suppose. What's what's that burning over there? And that horrid smell. It smells like the, it smells like the pits itself. I wouldn't know, but let's go check it out. Oh, I mean, after you, I'm, uh, sir. <laughs> this uh, way. As you uh, as you get closer, uh, you do see. Uh, like, you get towards the bridge, and you start to recognize that the, at least one of the people carrying the log and shifting it over um, is a distant neighbor from the same woods. It is our Aaron Turnbuckle, um, who you you don't necessarily, like, know on a personal basis, but it's one of those, like, you see the neighbor way down way, and you're just like, hey. You have a friendly respect, but no real personal interactions. Oh, Aaron, why are you here? Well, I well the bloody blade broke, and then we gotta go back and go get a new one, and then I gotta move this log, and then all these things. That person over there did a thing with the hands, and yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. How are you? Yes, well, we've been on a journey, but uh, someone led us in the wrong direction. I swear, I'm just following the directions! Hard to get good help these days, huh, big guy? Yes, indeed. I like that color. Can you do it again? 100%, and I'm just gonna Eldritch Blast near the feet of the people who have been so kind as to help me move this log. Can you, <laughs> uh, roll a spell attack for me? You got it, my guy. I'm sure this will go great. Let's see. Uh, my... And rolling, rolling, rolling. 17 plus 4. You zap exactly where you're aiming. Right Perfect. by the feet. No singeing of anyone's toes. Um, it is at the feet of the foreman. Who who drops his and he's like, holy crap, goddamn, uh, you, where the, why would you do that? Um, and Ariana, you've just come to the base of the hill with your Sherpa, and and you you'd saw the blasting, but now you're hearing the screaming, or not screaming, but the the shouting and the angry yells of of, of someone who's uh, in distress, but you can't make out quite, unless you want to make a perception check. Why not? <laughs> 20. Quite you, perceptive. You hear it exactly. It's like, well, why would you do that? Why would you shoot at me? I'm trying to help you, goddammit. Blah, blah, blah. You're just, just irate. Word for word, you hear everything that had transpired. Um... Besides the obvious blasting, you don't, uh, with that, with that perception check, you don't see that anyone's really, it doesn't look like they're on edge, except for maybe the halfling that's in the cart, but everyone else is just seems to be like, oh, hey, like, travelers on the road, pretty common. No one seems to be banditing or raiding one another. 
yet. <laughs> well, let's go over there. I don't know what's going on, but it seems like that little wizard is making some trouble. Never deal with magic. No, no good comes from it. Ancient arts should have been long forgotten. Should never have tapped into them in the first place. Can't say I agree with the sentiment, but sure. Mm, you, you'll learn. You'll learn. And he shuffles beside you. Um, the rest of you uh, do note the presence of uh, a couple of characters uh, approaching this impromptu band. Uh, crossing the bridge over to you. And now would be a good time, I guess, for everyone to physically describe their characters? Sure, uh, so... Oh, go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, I am a, a lizard folk. And I am a tall, red lizard folk. A very, very, uh, very rat-like face. Like, if you looked at me, you'd be like, is it just me? Or does that lizard look a lot like a rat? Like that, that's what you're dealing with here. Uh, nose always just in the air. Just always just a little too high for your liking. And, uh, uh, just real thin snake-like eyes. Just real upsetting to look at. I just, just a, just a mean mugger. I keep seeing the weasels from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That, yes, imagine them, but instead of clothes... Uh, just wizard's robes. Stop that laughing! Do you want to end up like your cousins, the hyenas? <laughs> uh, the dragonborn you see is uh, completely black from top to bottom. He's got a fairly noble stance, but he likes to wear his clothes inside out. It seems to be easier to wash that way. Um, and uh, he's wearing chainmail and does have a Warhammer by his side. And didn't you say the interesting detail that you have no tail? Correct. No tail and no horns. You should see the other guy. <laughs> Alright. I go see the, the struggling half-elf right now, which like, God the fuck? He's a... He looks like he's pretty fit. Short, small boy, about like, uh, and you look at him, he's like, ah, he just barely peeked over five foot, I think. Um, he's got a, uh, tied back, his hair's tied back into, like, a top knot, sides shaved, and he's just wearing a big, loose, uh, white, sh was white shirt, uh, <laughs> shirt on it because he used it to work most, most of the time. A, some baggy pants, rolled up kind of like high waters, and yeah, got a little got a little scuffs and bruises, but hey, those are just his little uh, little rewards, you gotta say. I imagine Sokka being raised by the Swamp Tribe from Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah, same skin tone, sorry. It's about like, dark, like a darker skin tone. Like a, kind of, imagine Sokka. Perfect. Got him right there. A little bit bigger. Oh, and right. muscle. <laughs> Skronky Sokka. <laughs> uh, Ariana, as she moves closer, becomes a little more clear 
what this figure is. Uh, there's a, a hood, a black hood over her, the top part of her face, and you can see a gray mottled skin um, and gray hair that comes down and it sort of curls out on the end. Um, there's not much else you can see about her. She's about, um, she's like 5'8", so she's relatively tall for a woman. And uh, she just strides forward and looks at, takes survey of everyone without saying anything. Know any songs to make people work faster? I know many songs. But none that, that helped didn't, I was going to say, that did not answer the question, but that, that last part did. <laughs> um, uh, Are you strong enough to lift a tree? Hello? Foreman! Uh, yeah, no, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, let's get this. Oh. <clears throat> he's struggling with it a little bit, but he, he's got a handle of it. Um... They uh, start to shift and maneuver the log uh, little bit by little bit uh, while this kind of weird meet and greet is occurring. Um, they kind of shuffle past and um, Thalgris then is like, oh, uh, uh, sorry man, just, uh, pardon me, just, uh, you gotta, hold on. And just kind of bumps and like gets, gets to the side of you and then Finally helps uh, Art finish with the dumping of the log. Yeah, uh, where y'all headed? The foreman's asking, kind of everyone. City over west. That that way. Yeah, Gardenia. Yeah. If that's what it's called, that's where I'm going. And Stephen, that is where you're from, and where the wizard's uh, tower is. Oh, I mean, oh yes, home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I long for thee. Um, I was sent off with a a whole bunch of extra hardtack. Um, I'm willing to share. Uh, got a little place over here, probably good good for camping off the side. You're all welcome to join. Oh, do we not travel at night? I mean, it gets cold. Nighttime travel is the best travel, don't you know this? I like this guy. Oh, um, maybe we could, we could try to do a, 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 you guys can do a hard march. I was just, you know, safety in numbers. Wild animals. Just All right. Dark hides too many secrets. Camp is a good idea. Yeah, woman of reason here. I'm not sure about the uh, um scaled folk. Are you uh What do you What do you think big guy think you could take a bear? Mm -hmm. I can take on anything. But Anything is going to be better than the useless skills of my navigator here. I'm, I say we camp. I'm telling you, I just, I followed the directions. I just, I, 
I'm sorry, sir. I can only apologize so much. I'll start the fire. I'll start the fire. How's that? I'll, I'll make it up to you. Scampers off. Come on. Come on. Oh. No, that wouldn't work. Disregard. <laughs> Were you going to try to Eldritch Blast the fire? That's, you know, you're asking questions you know the answer to. For those at home, that's force damage and not fire damage. So the fire would not, not erupt, but bit. the wood would no. de definitely explode. You're kind of making me want to, so continue before I do. So, everyone starts to gather around. The, uh, the halfling brings down some hay from, uh, from behind uh, his, uh, his, his wagon. He circles the wagon around, unhitches the horse. And you guys, actually, there is a nice clearing slightly up a hill. And... There is slight merriment, uh, you know, strangers on the road and no one trying to shank one another, minus some zappy zap. Um, uh, the, the foreman shares the bountiful, like, extra hardtack that he has, so no one has to worry about a ration for the evening. Um, the, uh, the acolyte starts the fire, barely, but does get the fire going. Uh, the the Sherpa is uh, off to the side uh, silently with a uh, uh, a small uh, bit of uh, herbs in a, in a mortar and pestle, and he's uh, using that to uh, create some spice that he's actually like helping, like adding to people's like hard tack and whatever rations. And like, this this will make the evening more tolerable and get a little mm, a little zest. Mm, mm. And Anything to make this more tolerable. And overall, the night is, uh, or the, the, the campsite is a well, um, undisturbed camp. Um, if there's any banter or talk that you would like to do now, you can continue on, um, or I can progress the story a little further. This is real fast. I want to, uh, I, I do want to, this, this guy's piquing my interest. I like this guy. I'm going to go up to the, to the giant black dragonborn and be like, uh, so what's your deal? You heard of Shaw? I'm about to. She's only the most important goddess in the world. She How brings so? Her she brings in the darkness and the night, and with the darkness and the night, everyone can keep safe. Any chance she has giant glowing eyes? I mean, it's possible. I've not seen her. Exciting? I really liked your purple Eldritch Blast over there. Have you seen this before? And I'll hold up uh, my holy symbol, which is a round circle. It's black, completely black, but with a purple ring around the outside. I I kind of reach out, like something about it. I want to touch it. I reach out and just kind of like, I'm like, I have not seen this particular kind before. In my uh, studies, of course. And I kind of gesture to the wizard's robes. Don't touch it yet. That's how I bless people. And I'm not so sure I want to bless you yet. Understandable, understandable. Wouldn't want to be giving out blessings for free, you know? No, plus I have to rest after it. Oh, understand, completely understandable. 
Can I do like a just a just a general investigation check on him if I can tell what kind of what kind of person I'm dealing with, like paladin or like what 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 is what his vibe is? Yeah, go ahead and, and uh, do uh, an investigation check to look for physical clues or an insight check if you're looking for like um, body language and tells. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for physical. I'm gonna go for physical. So let's go ahead. I'm looking for physical. That was an investigation. All right, so this is a plus three. Uh, 15 plus three, 18. 18. All right. Uh, I would say with an 18, you can definitely tell that uh, he is a man of structure and order, uh, which usually comes from some sort of militarization. Um, hmm. with, uh, with talking about gods and Char and a holy symbol, you can safely assume most likely a cleric or paladin under a very uh, strict, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, religious code. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of slide it, slide close to you real fast and go, you'll never believe what I saw about two miles away from here on our journey in. Hmm? What's that? Just a just a slaughtered family on the side of the road. Bunch of raiders. Must have gotten to them while their backs were turned. Really makes you think, doesn't it? Man, what we could have done to help them if we'd just been a little sooner. You know, maybe we'd been traveling that way, you know? I don't know. What are your thoughts on all that type of stuff? Yes, that is unfortunate. Perhaps they should travel at night. It's much safer. Mm, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Well, good night. So tell me. So tell me. No, if you want to ask a question, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what is it you want to know about red eyes? Why do you seem so interested in that? I don't know. You know how sometimes you have those weird dreams. My friend was having this weird dream. And he kept going, like, oh, I'm asleep, and then red eyes keep staring at me. And my grandma used to tell us a story about this demon who used to come up from hell and blah, blah, blah. But long story short, he would, you know, he would stare at you through your dreams so that you would die a horrible, painful death. And I was just wondering if maybe she was responsible for that. You know, I was just trying to connect dots. It was just something my grandma used to say. But, you know, what is, you know, it's it's an old lady story. I thought it'd be kind of fun if you were like 100%. And then I'd be like, that's who grandma was talking about, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it's really nothing. Just just a question, if anything. Okay. I understand. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about it, you know. Just out here looking for answers. Well, good night. Good night. Anyone else before this night comes to an end? Uh, all I can say is why I'm not talking. You see him in the background looking for a tree and he just start punching it. <laughs> just, just punch the tree. I think Ariana would be sitting by the fire. Uh, with her veal just playing like a very sad like 
just dirge of a song. Without any words, she's not saying anything, but she's staring around at everyone while she plays kind of awkwardly. Down, 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 down. Down, 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 down. Down, 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 down. So a longing, lilting tune flutters through the air. It brings a sense of calming, but sadness, like a gentle repose, like uh, letting go of a loved one, is the sensation that kind of falls over everyone. Um, probably not the best to fall asleep to. <laughs> probably a little sad. Might make you... You know, long and wonder the past. At this time, eventually everyone gets tired, hunkers down. The um, the different NPCs of uh, that you've all been traveling with, they offer to basically stand watch. So you guys can all get a full night's rest. Don't have to worry about... Uh, uh, setting up shifts or, you know, only getting a short rest or getting interrupted or whatnot. Um, so any spells that you would have cast, if they had happened in your adventures, they get refilled. But this is where the DM f adds some fuckery. When you're all asleep, uh, there's no dreams. You're all very, very, very unconscious. The uh, the sleep of just pure blackness and, like, no time has gone by. You'd closed your eyes and it was just darkness. And then when they open again, it's due to the sound of you hear some scuffling. Maybe some, some clanging in the distance. And then a, a door shutting. Um, and you will all awaken in cages. Now, because I've added this fuckery, uh, I'm sorry about that word, uh, since I've added this, uh, uh, G GM, uh, muckery, um, you will all get inspiration, since none of you got a chance to defend yourselves in this storyline event. So I'll mark down inspiration, you get that one free reroll for any, uh, any check. And what you see about you, um, who has dark vision? Ah, uh, I think I do. Give me ten seconds. I. Lizard men do not. If I remember. Correctly. No, I do not. I don't think I do, but uh, maybe it's with the thing. Give me ten oh, seconds. Right, check your. I mean, just continue. Thing. Yeah, uh, just go ahead. You can continue. I do. I have dark. I have dark vision also. All right, so everyone has dark vision, and I do not. Okay. So. When uh, you all begin to open your eyes, you feel extremely groggy and sluggish, and there's a there's like an ache uh, that emanates throughout your entire body. But precisely like like weird spots, like one person's got like a and you guys can choose amongst yourselves, but like there's a wrist that that seems to be more swollen, an ankle, um, a a a, a side of the neck. Uh, the appear to be for those of you with dark vision. They look like swollen stings, some sort of some sort of uh, uh, bug sting. Uh, you in the dark. Is that? 
Is that little half elf? Half half? half no, what was he? Halfling. Is that little halfling with us? I guess I wouldn't know. I'm blind. Um, no, your sensations are the the noises of the scuffling, and the uh, the little bit of clanging around. Uh, there's also the um, the smell of mold and mildew, moss. Um, it's very dank. The air is uh, the the air is moist. Um, you do hear the occasional in the distance. Um, the rest of you, with your uh, dark vision of thirty feet, can see that you are in a uh, an excavated chamber. In uh, it's all stone, all stone work. There's um columns that kind of surround the area and you're all in cages um in you're all kind of circled around a center fire pit that is unlit um there's also some stacked crates around the area and then you all start to hear um some yapping <laughs> Who here speaks Draconic? Uh? I figured one of the lizards would. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just him. Uh, you hear in, uh, Thalgris, you hear in the worst guttural backwards draconic you've ever heard um and these tiny little voices <laughs> ah belly full belly full so good so good can't rest big gray will make us work can't rest must must look busy look busy yeah 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 look busy look busy oh no oh yeah i also speak it we're good okay uh but the rest of you hear like barks and yips that uh all that you know that that noise I already made earlier, but that's what that's what you two, uh, lizard folk uh, or dr uh, mm, scaly folk, uh, here is. Uh, uh, there was a there. So if I recall correctly, there was a half elf with us, right? Turnbuckle. Yeah, 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 no, me, me. Uh, in Elvish, I am going to repeat out loud what they said. Do you speak Elvish? I do indeed, no, no. baby! <laughs> I'm double-checking with, uh, with the turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah, I speak Elvish. Hey, my mama speaks it, so I gotta speak it too. And, uh... I'll try to mumble in Draconic as well, because I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure, uh... Our our big our big friend over here would probably do it, so I'm gonna try to whisper in Draconic, hoping he's also nearby. Uh, roll a deception check for me. That is charisma. Let me take a look at what my charisma modifier is. I'm pretty sure it's pretty good. Oh, no. <laughs> Aha! I have swindled you. My deception... Oh, no. My deception is a 18 with the modifier of plus two. Oh, that's, that's great. So, yes, you, uh, you very subtly and quietly... Whisper in Draconic. 
to the cell uh, not too far from you, um, though you don't know what direction to whisper. Uh, but uh, give me, uh, uh, Thalgris, can you give me a perception check? Uh, that is a 19. Perfect. You hear him just fine. So you do hear under hushed breath. These guys sound a little backwards to you? Yes, I can see them. They're not exactly, you know, up the food chain, should we say? How many can you see? Go ahead and roll another perception. We're just going to switch over to here. That is a five. All right. So, uh, you know you heard two, but that's all you can make out right now. With my unlimited dark vision, how close is everybody that is in the cage? So, all of these cages here, they're about 10 feet apart from one another. So, I'm going to start saying a little prayer to Shah, holding out my holy, holy symbol, and I'm going to grant everybody within 10 feet of me unlimited dark vision for 10 minutes. All right. That's my boy! And I'm going to be kind and just swap places uh, so that way the one person that doesn't have dark vision uh, actually gets hit with the spell. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you guys are all technically in these cages. Um, are, are these cages suspended like by are they just like on top on pillars or are they like suspended by a chain they're they're on the ground actually and give me a perception roll I got a 16 you notice that as you're examining the the cage you're in and trying to figure out like what exactly you know how are they set up and how how are they locked you notice that the bars the very cages themselves, they're made of bones. Yeah, that about that, that 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 seems about right to me. It's not unsettling at all. Um I try I uh try to push it over with me still inside. Okay. Uh give me an athletics roll. Eight. With eight. Yes, you still knock it over. Claddle, crattle, crattle, crattle. It falls around you. It it jumbles and bends, but does not break. You are now prone on the ground in a cage that is bending as you try to rattle your way out of it. The cacophony you've made has brought the attention of the creatures near you. 
Um, is this the... cage big enough for me to like stand up sideways and roll or no? Uh, no, it is. Um, it's pretty much to the shape of like a person standing, an average person standing, and only about like as wide as one. So you couldn't hamster ball your way. I mean, you could still like throw yourself into a barrel roll. Like, like, laying on your side, if you wanted to. But the, uh, when it comes crashing down, this small, little, lizard-like dog creature comes running up. Uh, and the, uh, lizard folk will understand the... God, this, this one's so stupid, can't even stay standing up. Give it a few pokes. Poke it hard. Poke it hard. And it just brings in, like, a stick and just starts, like, prodding at you. No damage. Just poking and prodding at you. In Elvish. Can I grab the stick? Oh, okay. You wish to grab the stick? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, make a, make an oh, oh, athletics check. Oh, man, that's going to be way better than whatever I'm going to roll. Oh, yeah. So, one, two, three pokes don't even occur. As the third one comes in, you grab the stick and snatch it away. Expletive deleted. I'm gonna talk to him like, hey, you. If you wanted to, you know, if I take a job, why do you do it like this? Well, begin on like a man. What do you think you are? Good. Scared. Scared of this little man. In Elvish. Out. Okay, in Elvish, I wanna just whisper to you they're a lot dumber than you think. Follow my lead. Uh,. I'm going to shove two fingers as far back down my throat as I possibly can and force myself to vomit. Uh, uh, roll up medicine check? Okay. Do, 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 do. Let me see what my modifier on that is. Oh, no. <laughs> 12 minus 2. 10. Ten's enough to make yourself vomit. Okay, I'm vomiting on the floor. I'm going to yell as loud as I can in Draconic. Poisoned! Poisoned! I've been poisoned! And I'm just going to keep yelling it over and over. And then, every now and then, I'm going to throw in a spoiled meat! Spoiled meat! Ooh. Roll a deception check. Now this is where I shine, baby! Please shine, please shine, please shine. <laughs> 19 plus 2! Yahoo! And there it is on the screen, too, so you can see it. There we go. I'm honoring the trust system. Well, you know, now you don't have to trust me. So, you start yelling, Spoiled meat! Spoiled meat! Poison! Poison! Immediately gets the attention of the one that's been poking and prodding. And then... There's shuffling and movement and now you can all see what you're surrounded by and yes who can guess what these are 
Bad news. <laughs> Kobolds. Uh, Punching bags. <laughs> Punching bags. So they all He's start to Bruce. move from their positions. Uh, one was looking over here at this little pile of gems. That pile of gems represents a, a bunch of gear and supplies and backpacks that have been kind of piled together. The, um, let's see, so we've got one, two, three, four kobolds and two winged kobolds. Oh, can I roll a performance check to hold my throat while going like <coughs> in my cage and slump against it as though I am dying from being poisoned? Roll a performance. You got it. And my performance is a... Okay, all right, we can work with that. Oh, no, we cannot. Uh, five. Can I assist with that? How far away is he from me? So you are here. In this with my stage. inspiration, I reroll. Do you wish to use your inspiration? Uh, oh, for, first, first uh, how do you propose you're able to help? I was going to use prestidigitation and make it look like more vomit was bubbling up out of his like maw. I, oh, I like love you. that. Uh, roll with advantage now. All right, we're just gonna. All right, here we go. Do, 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 do. Okay, that's an eleven on that one. An eleven. Eleven, you say? Oops, sorry, I've got cords mixed up here. Got untangled. You know what? You you get you you help me out. What do you think? Should I take the re-roll? I leave it up to you. I'm letting you call it. All right. Uh, I think take the re-roll. All right, we're doing it. We're going for the re-roll. Oh, all right. This it, one's for a couple marbles. Inspiration burnt. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna say these suckers fall for it hook, line, and goddamn sinker. That's a nat 20, baby. Ooh! Then I don't even need to roll. I mean, it's a skill check. Technically, I have to. But yeah, no, I rolled a 12. All right, so. <clears throat> the sputtering and spew and bile that emanate from your mouth as you're as you're choking back and and grabbing your own throat all of a sudden you see before your eyes more vomitous mass flow from your face which you didn't do and with a glance out of the corner of your eye you can just kind of see the little waggling of the fingers of a little bit of magic from a distance from one of your uh, caged compatriots uh, as you fall back and gutter and, and, and moan and blark, uh, the couple of the kobolds will go to your cage and, uh, with their long poles, hey, hey, and they, they, they start poking this one, this one dead, this one dead, gray one won't be happy, go get gray one, go get gray one, hurry. No, you get oh. great one. No. While they're arguing, can I take this opportunity to make a sneak attack? 
if you wish to uh, be begin combat. Uh, does does anyone else, while this is happening, have any actions that they would like to try to pull off before uh, the combat engages, as it were? Uh, so there's the dude that's right in front of uh, uh, the lizard folk, right? Can I roll my cage and squish him against my cage and his cage? Okay, we can set that up uh, during... Because uh, I'll basically let you all have a surprise round for an attack. Um, but if there's anything else, um, any other hijinks you wish to perform before uh, actual combat engages, let me know. Okay! <laughs> Would everyone please roll your initiative? Nineteen. Uh. I got thirteen. Five. I'm gonna go ahead and add that D four to it, because I got a three. I'll use the D four. And that's a, that's a solid four. So I will be at a three uh, nine, right? Three plus four no, three plus two plus four. Yeah, alright, yeah. Nine. Uh, Marlo, what did you get again? A uh, 19. 19, thank you. I knew you got highest, just wasn't sure what the number was. Um, Alright, now i got to roll for these buggers. How about the... Okay, so for the surprise round, uh, it was going to start with uh, Marlowe. Yes. So uh, I open my mouth and it starts moving incredibly fast. And I'm just like, like I'm, like I'm in a Japanese Godzilla movie. And then the whispers, uh, these whispering sounds kind of come around and seep past everyone and go to the one nearest, um, nearest me, uh, the kobold, I guess, nearest me. Um, yeah. And, um, I cast dissonant whispers. All right. And, uh, is that a saving throw I need to make? Yes. Uh, uh Wisdom saving throw. One wisdom saving throw. And what is the DC I need to beat? Oh, God, where's my... It always throws me off to see... Ah, 14. Sorry, I'm like, where did they hide this on D&D &D Beyond? Oh. <laughs> the creature actually got a 15. Oh, boy. So as you start to gibber and whisper and your lips move faster than your mouth can actually move and the utterance flows past your lips and enters the ear of the creature <laughs> shakes its head like it's uh like it's something bad got up its nose it's a uh, half on the failed saving throw oh all right give me some of that damn dams 
So uh, I rolled 15. Oh, for damage? Yeah, it's 3d6 psychic damage. Ooh! Okay. So I love it. It's like my favorite. This one's the archer. And you said 15 damage on him? Um, but that would be, but then it would be half of that because that was my total roll. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So still, yeah. uh, that's still five. Um, so he <laughs> shakes his head, sniffs a bunch, and then like keeps like kind of pawing at the side of his head, drops his crossbow, and just keeps kind of like scratching at the side of his head, and, and then starts shaking and twitching, and then everything calms down. It's like, what the? My my head, my head, my head, my... And then he just, eyes roll in the back of his head and just slumps to the ground. Blah. One dead kobold. The sweet release of death is yours, friend. All right, so next is Art. Turnbuckle. I, I see that. If I was able to see that one fall, I'm just gonna roll it. Gotta roll it as far as I can. I'll be up to see that one and crush him in between the two cages. And as I go, I'm gonna yell out, "Wee! Shot on a rocket tonight!" I'm just roll it over. Heck yeah! Uh, roll um, an attack uh, with uh, advantage. Cause no one saw Woo! that coming. Woo! Live action. <laughs> <laughs> Turtle man. Um, is it just straight? Is it fifteen? Fifteen to hit. Uh, you do hit. Uh, so it is. Uh, technically, improvised weapons are normally one damage plus your strength bonus, but I'm going to add um a d six for um. Kind of like the, just the overall impact of damage. So go ahead and uh, whatever your strength bonus is, plus one, plus one d6. That's going to be a four. Four? So you smash into him, and you've now pinned him against the wall, and he screams out in pain. Um, I need you to also roll an, another athletics check for me. A uh, dirty 20. A dirty 20 is enough. So, you've rolled and rolled and spun out and crashed into the kobold, pinning him against the other wall, but the impact was so strong that you broke out of your cage and the bones had snapped. So he is no longer pinned, but now there's just debris on the ground where your cage used to be, and you are prone upon the ground, but so is your opponent. Um, the debris of your cage is going to count as difficult terrain for movement. Next, we've got Steven, the demon. So, the, uh, the two that were arguing in front of me, I'm just going to, uh, look at them and go, Man, don't you just hate it when this happens? And, uh, Eldritch blasts the nearest one right in the chest. So there's the one that's directly in front of you, and then the one that was hurt and pinned and is uh, that was pinned and is uh, currently on the ground prone. Ah, oh, the, the 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 flesh meat. 
The fresh meat. All right, going after the fresh meat. Go ahead and shoot that freshie for me. All right, that's going to be an 11 plus 4, 15. 15 hits. All right, and we're doing Eldritch Blast. That's a D10. And in the words of somebody, skirt, skirt. Oh, that's going to be a four. Four damage as you blast him point blank. And you just see the eyes widen. And as the eyelids then burn from the face. And there's just a a big smoldering uh, charred uh, impact upon its face. There's just like pressure, friction burns. Uh, the the purple smoke is just rising from your victim, um, and he just like kind of staggers back a little bit and clutches his face, still screaming, but uh, is not down, is not prone, is still standing. In draconic, I want to look him right in the eyes and go, "Oops, <laughs> oops." All right, and uh, sticks. So, uh, whichever target is unhurt at this stage, uh, I'm going to look over in that direction and, again, start muttering a few words under my breath uh, to Shah, and you'll start to see a silvery dark light that is uh, shadowy in effects, and it will leash out towards that creature um, with my sacred flame. All right. So, you're trapped here, so it looks like the the unarmed or an un- undamaged kobold is this one here or this winged one here there's also a winged one here winged one which one the red or the white we'll go the white all right so the one closest to the uh to the cave entrance here next to the broken pillar go ahead and let's see that's a uh, dexterity saving throw for me yeah all right I rolled a 14. What do I need to beat? He passes. All right. So you say your prayer and a flash of green flame comes billowing out. Well, wait, sacred flame's any flame, right? Uh, what color? Uh, what, describe your energy for me, my friend. Silvery shadow, that's uh, right. dark light. Yep. That's right. That's right. So as this... Uh, sheen of Samuel L. Jackson lightsaber, a purple light uh, and shadow with uh, black and silver streams comes dancing out, and this flame, it almost absorbs the light around it uh, if it wasn't already so pitch dark. Um, And as the flames uh, leap towards the uh, kobold, it jumps back and flutters its wings and takes the air and hovers for just a moment, enough to dodge the flaming attack. That was our surprise round. Um, unless there's any, like, movement or bonus actions that anyone has that I'd forgotten to to bring up, I apologize. Um, quick question. Since I'm on the floor next to the dude, can I give him a quick jab to the face? Uh, you'd already use your attack, uh, your attack action, but, uh, this next round you can totally do that. I have a, since I'm using the monk for the, for it, I technically have a... Oh, yeah, no, you can totally offhand punch him with your monk. Yeah, I'll punch him, yeah. I want to, like, on the, on the ground, basically just 
like still laying, just gonna smack him in the chest, like, like. And since you're both prone, uh, you're you're both a disadvantage, so it comes down to an even roll. I got a seventeen with a hit. Seventeen definitely hits. Go ahead and roll me some damn dams. I got a five. <laughs> so you've rolled, smashed into him. The the whole cage breaks around this this impact, and he like stutters and starts to crawl. And you just swing around with a back fist to just cold cock him right in the top of the head. His head bounces off the ground, and he lies completely still. This is what you get. This is what you get. Okay, now, top of the round, uh, the winged kobolds actually have the highest uh, initiative. Uh, this one is going to fly overhead of you there, Art. And while you are prone, it's going to drop a boulder onto you. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm guessing a 22 hits you. Yeah. Just, just making that, uh, that assumption. Okay. You take five damage as this rock falls and impacts your chest. Uh, I'm, I'm gasping for air pretty badly now. Uh, so it, it, it flies over and sees you in your, in your uh, weakened state and drops it straight onto your chest and... Uh, even though you try to catch it with your arms, it still falls heavily onto your chest and uh, your already impacted uh, uh, self begins to truly feel the weight of this and the breathing becomes tough. Um, it then ends its movement and lands on top of uh, Stephen's cage, uh, Turquoise's cage, and uh, plants itself there uh, high up, uh, just out of range. Uh, then the second one, where are you? There we are. Hmm. It's going to plant itself over on top of this one here. And it's going to attempt to throw its dagger into the cage of, uh, the, uh, Athalgris. Oh, wait, that's not Thalgris. I apologize. Um, that is uh, Ariana. All hail no. But you do have partial cover due to being in the cage. I'm guessing a 19 hits you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, these guys are just doing hot. Take... Do, do, do. One plus. Take four points of damage. As the knife flies through the air and sinks deep into your leg. 
and it also looks like this knife is made of sharpened bone. Uh, a bone knife in the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Notorious for diseases, uh, you know, uncovered bones are. But Ariana, it is now your turn. Uh, I think I would react back to this rude boy who just did this thing. Uh, so I start um, slinging these curses in this horrible abyssal language um, at him, calling him a scaled loser and his mother was never proud of him and um, his father was a gelatinous cube and (laughs) (laughs) like ridiculous stuff uh so he has to succeed a wisdom saving throw or take one d one d4 psychic damage yeah that's an 11 i fail that one yeah one d4 psychic damage i'm not sure if i said four go ahead let me grab i'm not sure why it's not giving me reminds me never to get on your bad side (laughs) i'm a little by all the you know racial comments about you know scale types but you know i'm gonna let it slide because we're in a bit of a situation on this one uh it's three damage and he has disadvantage uh on the next attack roll nice uh as as you utter the these these uh curses at him uh, the there's blood that starts to kind of drip out the nose and ears. Uh, you could say that this winged kobold looks bloodied. Which, for those of you at home, that means a creature is at half health or lower. All right. Uh, now it's the... Oh, do you have any um, any move actions or anything you would like to try to do? Uh... No, I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, it is time for the regular kobolds. Let's see. That one's dead, and that one's dead, and that one... Oh, yeah, that one took a front facial blast. Um, so he didn't like that Nah, much. he's... Nah, he, he's busy, dog. He was like, ah, let me reevaluate some choices. You know? So, You're uh... You're picking up dice. Turquoise, uh, t- tell me, does, uh... Does the 19 hit you? Uh-huh. Oh, if you want it to. All right, and Turquoise, you you take four damage as uh, this uh, stick with a uh, scorpion tied to the end of it sticks you. Um, and you start to feel sluggish and gross, and it feels very similar to how you woke up. But... It feels like you've already had enough of it in your system that you're no longer susceptible to the sleeping poisonous sting of this scorpion. But now you know how they got you. Um, okay. You all got stung in your sleep and went went night-night. All right, uh, so... Let's see, that was that one. You've killed the other two. So this one here. Oh, they do move 30. Alright, it's gonna head towards the, uh, where it saw this eldritch, or this, uh, and darkened flame cast out and try to rush up, and, uh, it's going to, uh, 
throw a uh, a handful of uh, stinging centipedes, aka I'm just throwing a dagger, but fancier. I'm guessing a thirteen does not hit you, Thalgris. No, it does not. All right, so this guy comes running up. Big old handful of you know centipedes stinging around and throws them and they just kind of plat 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 against the cage and your armor and just kind of hit the ground and scuttle away. To top of the round, we're back to or not top of the round. Sorry, after the kobolds, it is Art. Turnbuckle. Oh, I never win. What? Oh. Let's see. I had the winged kobolds. I had Marlowe, regular kobolds. Then it's Art, then Steven, then Sticks. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought Art was at the top. I apologize. Continue. I'm stuck, so, uh. Yeah. Sorry. Kind of gasping a little bit for air and trying to, like, try. I'm going to try to push that boulder off of me and see if I can push it towards. A little, our uh, little magic friend's cage to see if I can knock that one over. Oh, okay. See if I can help. All right, so you're going to use uh, the stone on your chest and hurl it into the cage to break open uh, uh, turquoise. Go ahead and roll an athletics check for me. Or an attack roll, whichever is going to be better for you. Both pretty much the same. <laughs> okay. But, uh, let's see. I'm going to use the, uh, the, um, inspiration for the, sec the second roll, because, yeah. Burninate! That's a, uh, 11. 11 is not oh. quite enough. So, Wait, oh, um, so did the, the, the D4. I saw that it was something that said I could do a D4. Add a D4 to it. Can I? Add a D4 for what now? Never mind. Oh, for the, uh, to the, um, no, never mind. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll keep, we'll keep at the other. Okay, um, so you throw the boulder uh, off your chest and into the side of the cage, and it it hits the the cage and kind of cracks in a couple of the bones, but not enough to like uh, to break it all apart or enough that uh, would uh, help, uh, like not enough room for someone to to wiggle out. So it's cracked. It's in. It's like kind of embedded into the cage. Um, you didn't not help. But it doesn't do quite what you wanted. Um, and you still have movement and your bonus action. So I'm going to stand up, which will be right. That's half my movement. So. That is half your movement. And there is no enemy right next to you, so no attacks of opportunity. Are there any enemies near our... Uh... Uh, so, directly in front of you, uh, using a 10-foot movement to get through rough terrain, you can attack this enemy here, um, or you can break right out and another 5 feet and attack the one in front of uh, Turquoise's cage. 
So you are you are literally between two uh, enemies, like easily within reach. All right, I'm gonna knock over Turquoise's cage on top of the other guy. <laughs> uh, roll and a roll and attack. Twenty. Wait. Twenty-one. Oh man, he misses. <laughs> you definitely hit, um, and uh, he only had one hit point left, so that's just that. That'll be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna farm some F's in chat on this one, boys. <laughs> um, turquoise, can you give me a acrobatics or athletics check? And I need you to do the same for the uh, winged kobold hanging out on top. Well, I'm gonna go acrobatics because my athletics is awesome. <laughs> Okay, that's going to be an 18. Okay. So as this comes crashing down and smashes into the kobold, it don't kill him. It, he, he, is, he is now out for the count. Um, can you uh, roll me uh, 1d6 plus 1 plus your... Um, strength modifier there, um, art. On me? Yeah. That's a five. That's All enough. Together, so it's a three plus, yeah. So it does break enough that you, Turquoise, come tumbling out on the other side. I'm just going to move all this. You're on the other side here. And more rough terrain. But you are also now, uh, you rolled a really good deck, so you're able to roll and pop up out of it, and you don't end up prone. Fantastic. All right. Um, yeah, that, uh, that takes care of your movement and your two attacks. Perfect. That's a well-executed turn. Uh, now it's uh, your turn, Steven. All right. Uh, there's still a flying one that's dropping boulders on people, right? Uh, yes, the flying one. Uh, he did end up making his uh, save and getting out of the way, but he only lands nearby. So he's like right there on top of a box, kind of staring eye level with you. Uh, I'm going to look over at, uh, I believe it's Thargus, correct? Mm-hmm. Who's right next to you in that cage. Yeah. Uh, and I say, uh, want to see the sparkly hands again? And uh, I'm going to cast uh, Eldritch Blast on the flying guy, and we're going to kill him for sure this time. Blast away. All right. And rolling the d20. That's a nat 20 plus 4. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, well, um, roll your damage twice. Uh, that's two d10s, correct? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful. 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 And that's going to be a 7 plus a 6. 13 in total. So. So. Art tosses this boulder, then tips over, grabs the cage, smashes on the ground. Turquoise tucks and rolls and pops up onto his feet out of it. The flying winged kobold lands on a perch after also dodging it and turning. You want to see some of those 
shiny hands, and you turn and place your palm, and like a Dragon Ball Z character, you just blast full force, and you see the silhouette. Oh, oh my, get fucked. <laughs> you see the silhouette of the winged kobold as it just slowly starts to deteriorate bit by bit th throughout the blast until there is nothing but cinder left. You more than doubled its XP. It has no body left behind. I guess he had to take this meal to go. I dropped to zero hit points and died. <laughs> uh, you still have movement, by the way, if you'd like to take advantage of that. Uh, yeah. Is there an exit? There is an exit. Noom! <laughs> skirt, skirt, boys! Alright, with... With your movement of thirty, uh, you can get just to the uh, to the door. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to the door, and uh, you know, it was fun. I really liked our good friend Thalgus. He was uh, he was large and scary. Uh, shout out to Marlo. You made me vomit. That's pretty cool. Art, pretty badass with the thing where you almost killed me, but I like it. Uh, it's been nice knowing you guys. I'm out. Best of luck to you. Thalgris, it is now your turn after that uh, little uh, uh, outro. Enough is enough. You'll see as Thalgris reaches forward, grabs hold of the bars, and uses whatever strength he can muster to break them apart. Roll your athletics or strength check or an attack roll, whichever is going to be the best for you. That would be an 18. Shattered. Just shattered beneath, just between your hands. Just... <sighs> Done. Just not even an issue. There's not even enough debris at your feet to make it uh, rough terrain. You've literally just just shattered the the bars apart. So it's just scattered bones all, all about as opposed to like a central ruin. And you are free. If you'd like to use ah. your move action, or or if you have a bonus action of any kind. Just don't run so fast. There's more to be saved here. And that would be my turn. All right. Uh, top of the round, we'll go to the winged ones. Well, it's just the one. All right. And what happened to that other one? Who knows? Who knows? All right. So flying right above you. So I'm just going to place this over your character and flying right above you is the flying kobold who attempts to drop a boulder upon you. Does a 17 hit you? No, it does not. Ooh. Uh, question. Is that... What is... is is What is your AC without a shield? Uh, good point. That would be a 16. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> um, yes, all of your gear, 
is currently still piled over here, except for the armor that you're currently wearing on your body. Um, let's see. Dropped rock. D6. Ooh. That's, uh, that's, um, that's nine damage. Oof. How you doing? Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Just a scratch. That sounded really B.A. <laughs> I'm fine. So yes, this, uh, the flying kobold comes, comes just soaring down and drops the, uh, this boulder in its hands and then it kind of stays hovering in place and it hits the, hits your shoulder and... You know, skids off the chainmail and the tabard and falls to the ground, and you didn't move much. I mean, that hurt, but it didn't phase you. All right, and after Consider that, a weapon um, attack. It is a weapon attack, yes. And has he got my weapon? Uh, he does not have your weapon. All weapons and armor er, and extra gear is piled here where this treasure is. I do have an ability to use a reaction when I'm hit with a weapon, but if I don't have my weapon. I mean, you're, I mean, you always have your fists as weapons as well. Then I will make an attack uh, in Vengeful Assault back to him. Ooh, how does that work? I, when I take damage from a creature in range of a weapon you're wielding, you can use your reaction to make an attack with a weapon against that creature. Hey, uh, I'll, how about this? The boulder that he dropped and hits you, you want to throw it right back? Definitely. Uh, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Uh, definitely. Oh, all right. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll. Uh, is, it, is it an attack roll that you get to make? Yes, it oh. is, yeah. All right, yeah, go Welcome ahead. Welcome to Dodgeball 101, you flying bastard. <laughs> Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. If you can dodge a rock, you can dodge a ball. He ain't gonna dodge it. I pick up the rock, and uh, the, it was a bit more than a scratch because I dropped it straight on my toe. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, uh. It. What, what is your strength bonus? Actually. I'm just gonna be nice. I'm just gonna do just the straight D6 of the boulder. You only take two points of damage. I had to mine a thumb. A blood from his toe somehow. <laughs> your your boot is a little soggy. Okay, uh, now it is Ariana's. Oh, um, if there's any movement you'd like to do, you can still try to, like, move from this position. Yeah. Okay. Alright, Ariana, what would you like to do? So the, the bloodied one that's on top, that was on top of my cage, is that one still there? 
Uh, this is, uh, let's see, the bloodied one. Yes, this is the bloodied one. Uh, he's flying directly above, uh, uh, uh Thalgris. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, let me see. Range. You are about yes. 15 feet away. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue with my insults at that one because it's <laughs> perturbed me. Um, you're... Your girlfriend is a uh, gibbering mouther. Your father is as ugly as a basilisk. <laughs> like, just like reaming him on this. Uh, so let me see. In Draconic, I yell to Thalgris, Bro, the scale, hey! <laughs> <laughs> this is an abyssal. So can you guys understand abyssal? No, but I'm still sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, nice shout out to the gibbering mouther. Yes. My favorite. Uh, yeah, so wisdom saving throw. Um, and then... Nat 20. Oh, rude. So you start spouting off this stuff and it looks over at you and says in broken common uh, or uh, in broken uh, abyssal. Me not know what mean. <laughs> Apparently, this one's a learned one. <clears throat> uh, any uh, movement or bonus action abilities? Um, no. I'm still trapped, right? You are still trapped. Yeah. Actually, here, I'll, I'll, I'll just fix that and actually pop you in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really... I think there's anything else I could do. I'm stuck. I'm not a very strong boy, so I don't think I would try to break out necessarily. I just love the idea that it's just like you inside of a cage. Hey, O'Connell! <laughs> Warriors! Come out to play! Chink, chink, chink. Funny story, he did that because his own bullies used to do that to him and it freaked him out. So when, when they called for the scene, he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I got an idea. And he runs off to a dumpster, and they're like, what is he doing? And he comes back <laughs> with the beer bottles and displayed it for them. They're like, ah, uh, sold, put it in. <laughs> what is he doing? Working through some shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, after Marlo, uh, we got the regular kobolds, who's finally in range. Um, it's going to turn to the one that's been killing his buddies and head over to Art. Oh, thank God. Alright, turnbuckle. Jeebus. I need different dice. They keep hurting you guys. Um, It's 19 on the die. But luckily he only has a dagger. I, ow. F's in chat. That's three points of damage, my good man. I'm on the floor. So this kobold finally runs up, gets in the middle of the fray, sees his fallen comrades left and right, and turns and looks and looks and sees that this half-elf, broken and bloodied, uh, and he, he runs up with his knife and, and, and shakes him in the, in the stomach, and his eyes roll up into the back of his head, and he, he passes out and falls to the ground, clutching his wound. And Turnbuckle has fallen unconscious. I think I have a cleric. 
Sorry about that. Um, Drat, and it is your turn. Go ahead and make a death saving throw for me. Uh, right now? Yeah, it was your turn next. My bad. Nat 20. Uh, you pop up with one hit point. So you 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 you, like... you you clutch the wound, you drop to the ground, and lay down, and just cough, sputter, and your eyes roll back, uh, roll forward, and <gasps> as second wind comes over you, all I see so is Randy see Marsh coming up and going, "I didn't hear no bail." <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Art! Dang. Um. So, uh, technically that's your, it's supposed to be at the end of your turn and it's supposed to take up everything, but I will let you have your movement if you want, but I will recommend against moving, uh, or against standing up. <laughs> run, Forrest, run! Hmm, can I... Roll away from the guy who stabbed me? Yes, you can roll 15 feet. Then I roll away. Which way would you like to roll? This way, this way, that way, that way. Down here by you, we call this the gate of getaway. Uh, I'm going to say probably close to my, my neighbor over there. Alright. Uh, so we'll get you rolling. Help me out. Let's see, to your neighbor that's over here. So we'll get you rolling to about here. Wait, 5, 10. Oh. There you go. I, I'm, is, that, is that where? Because you were um, here and getting you closer. Because you'd have to roll through the opponent to get to your, to your closest comrade. So it'd either be like, or do you, you can go straight towards the door. Where uh, turquoise is. Run for it! I, I ain't planning on running. Daddy didn't teach no quitter. So I'm just gonna. Mine did! Uh, every now and then I'm gonna just keep trying moving towards uh, the big guy. Thalgris? Okay, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a good safe distance there. Uh, then, after Art miraculously woke up, so good, uh, it is Turquoise. As I reach the door, I realize that the, the, the creature from my dream, whatever it may be, told me to get stronger. And ooh boy, nothing's going to make me stronger like blasting some heads. So, uh, the fella who did so much, uh, uncomfortness to, to our good boy, uh, the, uh, uh, Thar, Thar, Thar I forget your name, I'm so sorry, Thalgus, uh, I'm gonna blast him with some Eldritch Blast. Unless he's dead, then the guy who shanked our other good friend, uh, Art. I so, forgot his name. Uh, uh, Turnbuckle. Turnbuckle. Uh, so yes, the, uh, flying, 
uh, kobold is still alive and he's floating directly above the head of Thalgris. Uh, so yes, you may take aim and fire. Uh, your uh, Eldritch Blast is, what, 30 or 60 feet? We are filling time, so it's not weird. 120. Oh God! You took okay. Wait, I, wait. Isn't that with Eldritch Spear or something? Or oh no, that is base. That, oh wow, that is base. Okay, yeah. No, you you have no problem shooting that distance. Uh, go ahead and give me a blast. Lord of the Dice, please let this look cool. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20 is still a 20, and that still hits, and it's still good in my book. Go ahead and give me that beautiful damage. All right, come on, come on, D10. Come on, D10. Do a non-natural 10 so it can look as cool as the last one. I'll take a 9. A 9? Can I blow his brains out? Uh, With the four hit points uh, he had left, yes, another blast Woo! from the distance, and... Another vaporized being. Just get Kurt Cobain, son! Looks like he's not going home to his gibbering mouth girlfriend. Oh! <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> okay, so... Um, and you have movement, and if you have any bonus actions, uh, go ahead and use those. <laughs> I'm gonna continue out the door. Okay, uh, and then we will have you move 30 feet out the door. I will have you technically out of combat. Yay! All right, Thalgris, you uh, you you have some ash and cinder drift like snow upon your brow. How many are still alive? The one uh, that shanked our good boy. This guy who is right next to you. Okay. You should have been running from the start. And with that, I'll take a great big deep breath and I will use my breath weapon against him. <laughs> uh, is that a roll, attack roll you make, or is that a uh, saving throw I need to make? Saving throw, you need to be to dex, uh, dex, six, uh, dex 14. I do not. I rolled a five. And uh, what is, is this poison breath? No, it's acid. <laughs> well, it'll uh, be five acid damage. Five acid damage is what you need for a regular kobold as you take a step forward and just lean out and bellow forth a great pyre of acid. Um, please, how would, how do you do this? It just one big breath forward with as much anger and venom as possible, just... After the pools of, of bubbling ichor finally pass over the kobold, you find that there's only bones remaining and sloughing flesh like the, uh, like the end of gremlins when they're tossed in the water. 
and electrified. The combat is officially over. Congratulations. Yay, team! You survived a bunch of kobold slavers! I will give it to you. Um, so the dragonborn just kind of turns around, walks over. Thank you, kindly. You're welcome. He does not look good at all. And on top of that, he's also bleeding. I took a look down at the pile of blood that's forming at my feet. And I'll look over at Aaron, and I'll cast a cure wounds upon yourself you... or Aaron. No, at Aaron, he gets two health points. That's not dead. Uh, sorry, that's four health points. So he steps over to you procures his holy symbol, his uh, disc with, uh, uh, the, with the outer trim of, of, of uh, purple energy and says a, a small silent prayer. And, you know, you feel, you feel good. I mean, you don't feel great, but you, feel, you definitely feel better. It's like the words, I don't know, taught you, taught you the mysteries and the secrets of how to dull pain in your mind. Almost like it helped you heal yourself. How you do that? It don't hurt no more. How do you do that? It's the power of Shaw. All things come from Shaw. It's a healing spell. It's all. I'm gonna walk uh, over to my to the pile of crap in the corner of everybody's crap and grab my viol up and start tuning it. Oh, you you can tell that they they were definitely playing with it. <laughs> Rude. Uh, I will cast. Sorry, I will cast one more kill wounds on myself. All right. That's three health points back. Okay. Uh, amongst not only your stuff, you do find that there are uh, several crates uh, that have been like slightly already torn open. So at a quick glance, you can tell that these are um, mostly like digging tools and um, some kind of like the hard tack, some basic basic food, some basic uh, travel rations. Um, and the... Uh, whoop, whoop. Sorry, I'm back, I'm back. Okay. Um, and the uh, there, there seems to be several tunnels th burrowed throughout the walls, but they're all for um, tiny creatures. Like, you could put your bodies through them, but you would be at a crawling pace. 
Um, but then there's the one major uh, uh, exit that you know that uh, when uh, Turquoise opened the door and fled, uh, some light did shine through. Some It looked like natural daylight. Um, and for you, Turquoise, once you, you, you exited outside and, and you kind of like get your bearings and, you know, block out the light a little bit because, you know, your eyes have been adjusted and magically attuned to uh, see through darkness. Um, your eyes readjust and you see that there's um, another camp very similar to like what you have. There's uh, a handful of cages um, also kind of broken and torn open and a couple of more kobold bodies, like another another group of kobolds of, uh, are also kind of slain and tossed about willy-nilly upon this small battlefield that's uh, right outside of the one you just exited. I'm gonna hide. Roll a hide. Okay. Um. And. Ba-da! That's an 8 plus whatever my hide is. Uh, 8 plus. Do 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 do. 11. It's an 11. Okay. You are hidden, as far as you can tell. I'm dead. <laughs> uh, the rest of you inside. What do you uh, What do you do now that you've you've healed yourself a little bit and you've kind of looked around and gotten your possessions and kind of gained an understanding of your surroundings? That's good. Wait, um, is that is that center? Is that like a center fire pit or something in the middle? It is. Can I walk over there and grab a few of the burning sticks, having like some torches with us? Uh, now I need to point out that the fire is out, uh, so they are just kind of um, uh, charcoal-tipped uh, logs, basically. All right. Well, then I want to scrape off the uh, the charcoal and kind of put it in my pouch, just keep a little dust in my in my pocket for a little bit. So you said there's there's like holes, there's like holes in the wall. Yeah, there's uh several uh, burrows, basically small tunnels mm -hmm. that uh, enough for like kobold to comfortably dig and tunnel through. Mm -hmm. Anybody up for some crawling? <laughs> I mean. Why? If they captured us, they maybe captured others, and maybe there's more stuff to find. Tobin, Tobin. Oh hell, you're right. Our friends. They are nowhere to be seen. You know, the foreman can handle himself. He's real good. Almost beat me once. Or maybe let me be. I don't know how. I, maybe you let me. I don't remember, really. Hit me pretty hard, though. Also, what happened to the wizard? Do I see anything? While you're hiding in a shrubbery next to the laurels, very nice. Um, the you do not see any movement. Uh, you 
the only thing that you can hear right now is just like the uh, the rustling of natural life. Like you know, there's animals scurrying, there's birds flitting about, um, but there there is no there is no obvious movement as of yet. Can I go investigate around the other one because they were talking about going to get the big gray one? Uh, yes, uh, oh, go I ahead and roll an investigation. Sorry, I have a train going by my place. Okay, that's a 17 plus whatever my investigation is. I think it's a plus to the investigation. Yeah, plus three, so unnatural 20. Uh, with an unnatural 20 and you're looking for signs of the big gray one, uh, you do find that there are um, several footprints that look very different from the, the kobold like tracks uh they are definitely medium-sized creatures um uh it looks like there's um several that obviously came from other people in cages but um one of them is a much uh deeper footprint i guess you could put it there uh, had a lot more weight to it um uh, a very wide uh uh, uh foot pattern a a dumb big wise foot with weighs a lot made the print right here. Can I roll a nature? See if I can identify that. Um, roll a. M Explain why nature. Convince me. Sell me on it. Well, you know, I just figure if you're tracking stuff, you'd probably go by that. Now, I'm assuming it's humanoid, so that would probably narrow it down to certain types of things, and from there. I would probably just go by the amount of toes. I'm a lizard folk, so if there were more lizard folk, which that would kind of make sense, a lizard folk in charge of kobolds, I'd be looking for a lizard folk type of foot. However, you know, it could also possibly be dragonborn. I don't know. Something that would take over a kobold nest. So I'm just kind of thinking that it's probably slightly smarter than a kobold, so probably a humanoid, slightly smarter than a kobold. So, but also a little dumber than your average run-of-the-mill individuals. Because, again, they took over Kobold. So, I'm assuming uh, tracking in this case would be the closest thing I could get without just being like a private detective. Okay. Roll your nature. Okay. <laughs> and? Uh, 9 plus 110. It is a booted print. It is a booted foot. So you, you, you cannot tell by by a toe pattern or a spread, um, but you do know that uh, it definitely came from uh, some someone who has access to footwear or, you know, uh, cobbling. Hmm. Do those footprints look like they were in a fight with the kobolds? Uh, they... Give me a survival check. Or okay. investigation. I'll go investigation, because I... Th or, well, actually... Uh, yeah, investigation... Uh, 16. Uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, it... It definitely looks like it was part of the fight. Um... Hmm. You could probably assume that it was an antagonist of some kind, or someone who, who was, um, with the kobolds, you would assume... Just from its placements. Alright. Uh, I just took out two with one shot. I have temporary hit points. 
killing those two. I'm feeling pretty powerful. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, those of you I'm in... gonna yell, Big Gray! I'm gonna kick your ass! Where are you? Uh, do we want to go till, uh, uh, when do you guys want to wrap this up? Should I don't know, I feel question. like I just did it. Yeah. It was humanoid, I figured I could take it. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you rolled real big, and I rolled a 20 on my, uh, a nat 20 on my perception to hear you. Um, because I run with everything random. So, uh, let me just, uh... <laughs> I mean, they're going to impress the shit out of that monster in my dreams or really let him down. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in-between on this one. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'm just going to kind of wing uh, this uh, board up because I wasn't really uh, expecting this, which is players. Thank you. Um, but they had a similar setup. Making stuff up on the fly. Okay, and we're gonna say, um, we're just gonna assume that you came out from there into a clearing. And yelled out, hey there, Big Gray, come on out. And from the wood line comes what looks like a shaggy dwarf. But this guy looks hard and seasoned. And he, he looks like he's been working in, like, the coal mines because his skin is ashen and, like, soot. And his beard is like a light gray, like uh, uh, fresh, uh, fresh ash and snow that has mixed in the air. I gotta hand it to you. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty impressed there, Big Gray. You do all this? Yeah, I did. But that's not really why I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you convinced these idiots to follow you. I mean, most people can't convince a kobold to stop pissing on themselves, but you managed to organize them into a well-formed militia. I'm impressed. It takes, it takes a pretty solid leader. Are you saying you're going to serve me? As he takes a step forward. Uh, I don't recall saying I'm going to serve you. What I said is, it's impressive you got a bunch of no-brain numbskull idiots to follow you. Now, what I want to know is why kobolds? Is it because you couldn't get someone more intelligent? Or because you didn't want someone realizing that you weren't that great a leader after all, and the kobolds kept that nice low IQ? They're a cheap, sustainable workforce that breed like rabbits. Oh, I like a capitalist. Now, I do have one question for you. Hmm? 
I take it you're doing this for monetary gain. You seem to be taking a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of stuff from all these travelers, making a lot of, making a lot of scratch. Is that, is that the gig? Is that, is that what I'm getting? You know, you're piling up all their belongings, you're feeding them to the kobolds, no harm, no foul, couple travelers go missing on the road, and Big Gray makes a couple extra dollars to go spend in town. Am I scratching the itch here? Scratching just the surface. As he takes another big oh. step forward. And he's you know, like... Coming. <laughs> yeah, he's coming right up on you now. He's looking up at you from his squat position. You know, you're, you're, you're getting real close. And to that, to that I say, to that I say, why? You see, all that happened was that me and your workforce had a miscommunication. They captured me, and I was not pleasant, you know, I was pleasantly unhappy with the situation, and therefore, I just removed myself. However, being a man of business, as you clearly are, I think we can work our way out of this. What do you say, Big Gray? Yeah, he hits you with a hammer. Yeah, that's what I thought! <laughs> <laughs> my uh, monster manual there you are <laughs> okay so yes uh it uh this big mean dwarf got called out um all of those inside can make a perception check to hear if the the conversation going on outside and uh you're all able to have uh at least one move action uh or at least, like, one full action, so you can do, like, double movement or a movement and an action to uh, get yourselves prepped up for this. I rolled a 13. 13. Okay. Natural 20. Woo-hoo. My boy! Look out my back, even when he's not supposed to. <laughs> okay, so... Thalgris, Nat. 20, uh, and it was 13 and 13 for, um, I forgot, Turnbuckle and Ariana and Steven? Yeah. Uh, your initiative. Oh no. All right. Eight. What was that? Eight. Eight? As in less than nine, but more than seven. Uh-huh. I just kept hearing A, like A, like you're Canadian. Okay, and that's turquoise. And let's roll for my big bad. Um, oh, hey, he rolled low. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. He goes last. But he still gets, okay. but he still gets to hit you first. We're going to be okay, boys. I'm gonna be okay. I said destroy the land. Oh, I guess I can pop the uh, uh, the bard out of their jail cell. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, take eight points of damage there, uh, turquoise. Ooh, woo! 
in the words of uh, Christ, that her did it, it did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he just like, you're, you're talking to him and he's like, he's been walking up to you and he just had his hammer down to his side and he just like upswings it and just clocks you right on the chin and it kind of sends you reeling back a little bit. Uh, top of the round will go to Thalgris. You will see Thalgris spot what is going on and then calling upon the powers of Shah and using Thaumaturgy and speaking in Dwarvish. Be gone, little man. This is not the place for you to die. So you get to about the doorway, and you, you, you shout that out with your thaumaturgy, echoing your voice to almost godly proportions. Um, do you wish to make uh, an intimidation or persuasion or deception, depending on what, like, how you truly felt about your statement? <laughs> I was trying to be intimidating. Intimidating, so. <laughs> all right. Well, I rolled a three. And I have a negative three, so it's a zero. So you come billowing out, but you're you're so angry, and you're you just let out this guttural, you know, voice that yeah, you say it in dwarven, and you know it it's downright intimidating if it was intelligible, but you came out too fast and just kind of mumble mouthed it on accident. Um, but yes, you're right at the door there. Uh, then uh, it is uh, Turnbuckle or Ariana. And when it comes to ties and initiative in 5th edition, uh, you guys actually get to choose each turn who goes first. You can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am gonna... Step out, uh, pull my loot around, and give it a strum. This, like, very, and out of it comes this sort of very, like, infrasound, like, deep, um, sort of uh, rumbling, rather than what you would expect as some sort of melodic sound. And uh, I cast Earth Tremor. What's the distance on Earth Tremor? Oh, 10 feet. Gross. I don't think we're close enough, right? No, no. You are still inside the building. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like 30 feet to move out. Well, was 30 feet move oh, me out? 30 feet gets you. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm hooked on a bunch of garbage. Um, gets you right to the battlefield. Oh, okay. So he is 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet from you. Ah. Okay. And then... Forget that idea. <laughs> um, yes. Then we are going to use um, prestidigitation uh, and make a huge, what looks like some sort of ghostly figure pop up 
uh, right next to him in an effort to kind of scare him away. I'm not sure Prestidigitation has the oomph for that. I think that's more of a minor illusion spell. Ah. Uh, let's uh, we double check and read the spell again. I know you can sure. do a myriad of things with right. uh, minor illusion, but I believe for anything bigger than like, uh, like a, a, a handheld item, because you can make like sure. little handheld items, or you can do like illusion signs that are kind of any size, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I was kind of coming from the first bullet point, which says you create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff of smoke, faint musical notes, or an odd color. But that may be a little bit um, like more you, you could do an imitation. You could probably do a small imitation of like a willow wisp, something of a smaller uh, yeah. nature. That's probably not very intimidating. Uh, so let's nix that too. Uh, Let's go with... Uh... Good ingenuity, though. Oh, just pull up a chair and watch me die. Yeah, there we go. Um, so let's go with... Um... Mm -mm. Yeah, so we'll do uh, Disguise Self. Um, so I strum uh, my uh, veal and play a sort of weird disjunct kind of sound and uh, the notes sort of become like um, almost like you can so you can see them and they start to whirl around and change my um, appearance into um, <sighs> let's see make myself about a yeah what was that <laughs> make myself about a foot taller and uh, look like a um, hmm an orc a burly or orc okay okay and, and then give a roar my best attempt at a roar and take a charging stance is that is that too much okay too much? uh no I would say that your actions to cast the spell there but go mm -hmm. ahead and give me an intimidation roll on top of that sure um either intimidation or deception whichever is gonna be better for you <laughs> oh god uh, I rolled a 13 for intimidation 13 for intimidation all right let me check you have transformed into a big burly work. 13, all right, and let's see, that's against my, oh, oh, uh, so he, you see his eyes kind of go wide, and he kind of takes a half step back, it's like, whoa, 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 we had an agreement, um, Though he says that in Orcish, and does anyone speak Orcish? No. no. <laughs> All right. So he he basically goes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh. So after uh, after Ariana is uh to. Turquoise, or wait, no, I'm sorry, turnbuckle, because you guys went at the same time. Yeah, I'm gonna run out also, so I'm gonna be right, should be right by here, by here at this point. 20, 25, 
30. You're also at the doorway. Because um, the last thing that uh, 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 that Ariana had said was that uh, she went and retrieved her gear and was here. Everyone else is still in their original places. But you're at the doorway, so you can see out there. Um, if you wish, you could use your action to double move, and you can get fully out the door if you want. Or if you want to uh, do something from here. Because you're literally like just oh, ten, 10 feet from the opening to right where, um, right where Ariana is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just double the movement. It's just all right. So where do you want to end up? Because let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. So you can get to like, like right up into the combat if you wanted, or you could fall back. <laughs> like I don't know where you want to go. Uh, yeah, put me right, yeah, right there. Okay. Right there's good. All right. Um, do you uh, you still have a bonus action, right? I do, but I'm just gonna be right there and just yell. Um, wanna yell at the dude and be like, "What the hell is your problem?" And just like, that's it. You got out. Uh, turquoise. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? Why'd you put us in there in the first place? Just grins at you toothily. Are you just lonely? You know, you gotta talk to these little things and not talk to people like us? Is that what the problem is? We can be your friends if you want. Well, I say we reunite them. <laughs> and with that, it is Turquoise's turn. Uh, I would like to cast Toll of the Dead. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, wisdom saving throw by our good friend, who I'm hoping is dumb as a box of rocks. That is a 14. Alright, I'm gonna go kill myself. Thanks, guys. It was fun playing. Uh, no uh, no yeah. half damage or anything? Nope. Uh, hold on, let me see. Do, 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 do. Uh. Yeah, no, he's fine. Oh, wait. Oh. Can I. I meant to do Witch Bolt, but you know what? I already did it. Disregard. All right, never mind. It's fine. This will end in my death, but it's fine. It's fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's fine. fine. It's all right. If I make it to my next turn, I'll definitely cast Witch Bolt, and it'll totally work, and we'll be okay. Uh, you still have movement, and if you have any bonuses... Uh... Let me see. Maybe I, I might have. I might have a. I might have a bonus action plan up my sleeve. I don't. Um. <laughs> we're gonna go with. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Okay. And is that what I think it is? Damn it! And damn it! And damn it! And damn it! Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna use Hungry Jaws. And Hungry Jaws is. Oh, uh, it's a bonus action, and in battle you can throw yourself into a vicious feeding frenzy. As a bonus action, you make a special attack with your bite. If the attack hits, it deals normal damage, and I gain temporary hit points. Two, exactly. That's the lizard man. Go for it. Uh, make that attack. 
Come on, baby! Uh, this is a, uh, strength attack? Question mark? Yes, probably? Strength or dex, I would say. Oh, boy. Huh? Oh, boy! I'm gonna die! Goodbye! It's <laughs> over. Yeah, oh, we're, yeah, we're, uh... Oh, no, uh, don't worry, uh, you're all gonna have to riot. That's a nine. I'm gonna say this, dude, probably a little better off than a nine. Yes, yes. And well, thank you so much for having me here on Featherfall. Um, it was, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> you lucky son of a bee. That's a four on the die. That is still only an eight to hit you. I miss. So there is a God and he's not very funny. This isn't, this is cruel. That was a little funny. This is like watching a cat play with a mouse. I mean, I could watch cats kill mice all day. <laughs> uh, so lost he... one pack on that. That's a little sadistic. Just a scoosh. <laughs> uh, so, you, you attempt to cast your magics upon him, and you find that uh, the energy, as it escapes you and tries to inflict upon this, uh, this dwarf, it just washes off of him like water off a duck's butt. And he just... Like, gives a shrug, rolls his shoulders, brings up the hammer, and then just swings wide, and you just narrowly just do like a nice, like, lizard duck. Like, the, the, in the lizard instinct took over your id, uh, and dropped, uh, dropped low enough just to miss the hammer. And you survive this round. It's alright, we got a round after it, and that one will go exactly how you think it will. Thalgris, you are ten feet from the door. Enough space to actually get up in melee range. Yes, you will get just enough. You'll have to. You basically muscle past two of your friends to get there. Pull out my warhammer, and I will tell uh, him in dwarvish again. I thought I told you. Now is not your time to die. And I'll swing with the Warhammer two-handed. Yeah. Oh, don't speak too soon. That is a 16. That just hits. For seven points of damage. All right, all right. So you come up and brace your hammer with two hands and smash it against him. And he brings up his hammer and blocks it, but not enough as the uh, rest of the force comes down uh, and still drops it and hits him in the head. Um, so yes, he takes that full brunt of the seven. All right. Um, and do you have a bonus or a, um, uh, yeah, do you have a bonus left to do anything? Unless the bonus can actually pull out my shield as part of that action. Yes, you can. Cool. All right. So, yeah, you come up with your two hands, slam it down, and then bring up your shield. Um, something I also allow with shield users is that if you want to have a uh, an arm-strapped shield, it means that you don't have to worry about putting on and off your shield. But any time that you use a two-handed weapon in that turn, you will not normally have your AC bonus. So, basically, it's just, do I want AC or extra damage? 
and you can choose either way between turns. Just to make it really fast and loose and easy for you guys. Um, so yes, you've brandished your shield at the end of your turn. Uh, you armored up and you are ready. Uh, give him a good donk on the head and it grew into a goose egg like in the cartoons. And next is uh, Turnbuckle or Ariana, whoever wishes to go first. I literally have no end game here with this <laughs> illusion, this disguised self. Right. <laughs> Do you want to go or? Yeah, I'll just like try to intimidate him again by just giving a raw scream instead of like acknowledging his words at all. Okay, go ahead and give that a roll. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oops, that's the wrong thing. Ha! 26. I have a 6 in Intimidation. Damn! Yes. So you bellow out in the deepest guttural orc fake voice that you can muster and once again he kind of staggers back and he's like Bragatabrama! Like he's trying to reason with you and uh, you have now caused disadvantage upon his next attack. He's still gonna hit, dog. I mean, he might hit a dog. Ooh, he's that kind of villain, huh? Gotta make him two-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> um, and do you wish to do any movement or any bonus actions there, Ariana? Yeah, I think I'm gonna take a couple steps forward and stomp hard and stand and go... <sighs> like there? Yeah, that okay. sounds good. Standing abreast with the pugilist... Which is now the pugilist's turn. I finally noticed that there's a huge freaking orc right there. They're like, oh, you want to do it? <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, friend? Oh. Friend? Okay. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I reach into my pouch, which, which I put the uh, the ashes. I'm going to run towards the dwarf, and I'm going to try to slap the ashes into his eyes. Ooh, all right, all right. Um, attack uh, with advantage. That is a 15 plus... Is it just like a regular attack? Be so three. advantage just means you roll d20 twice and choose the highest roll. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the highest one was a 15, but that's plus my regular attack, which is a yes, as a plus three, so that'd be uh, 18. Yes, you hit. So uh, you come running in, and he's already harried and being flanked now by you. And he turns to like look at the new combatant, and he turns to look at you, and you just puff right in the eyes, a bunch of soot and ash, and he blinks through. Uh, a good chunk of it, because um, he seems like the type that's used to soot and ash in his face quite a bit. But uh, you have uh, added an extra um, turn of disadvantage. So now for two turns in a row, he will have disadvantage on all attacks. And I'm going for a sucker punch as he's ordering back my second hit. Heck yeah. Ten does not hit him. Uh, as a... Uh, did you roll with advantage? You do have flanking. 
every limit. <laughs> Anything with the advantage? No, it, uh, it, it's still a 10. Oh. Oh, drat. So, no, um... So you, you puffed him in the eyes, and he, he kind of blinks out of it, and he's, you know, he's, he's having a hard time, and then you go in for a sucker punch, and he just opened his eyes back in time, and uh, he lifts his chin up, and your fist gets a full batch of beard, but no actual contact. You're pretty good. Turquoise. Uh, you are next. Um, you know what? I feel like the odds have turned in my favor, um... And I kind of want to, you know, I kind of I feel like I've already shown that I'm a real tough guy to everyone. <laughs> and because if this fails, I'm dead anyway. Uh, I'm going to waltz over to him and spit blood right next to him and touch my hand to his shoulder and say, uh, just so you know, the hammer tickled. And uh, I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. And uh, we're going to miss, don't worry, but we are going to cast it this time. And is that a spell and, uh, attack or uh, a save I Yep, it's make. a spell attack, so I'm going to roll it. And it is a beam of crackling blue energy lances out towards a creature within range, forming a sustainable arc of lightning between you and the target. Make a range spell attack, and there against the creature on ahead. The target takes 1d12 lightning damage. Anyways, let's roll it. Oh. All right. I pray. And here we go. Well, you might want me to go get my phone because I might have to send this to you in a snap or something. What'd you get? What'd you get? What do you think I got, dog? It's either a 1 or a 20. It's a nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll those, uh, those damage dice. Double them up. 2d12s? Right, 2d12s. Please roll high. Please roll high. And... <laughs> ah, one full 12 and a 1. <laughs> <laughs> the law of averages. The, just the true, true neutral of the hit. So as you pat, spit the blood, pat him on the shoulder, the hammer tickled as this bolt of energy emanates from your hand the, into his shoulder and pulling your hand away, the arc of lightning still attached to him, jolting and sizzling him, and you see that the wound erupts on his shoulder and blood starts pouring out over him, and he is definitely, most variably, bloodied, but still standing. <sighs> Wait, you know what? He's got all these new people to hit. Who Who is he going to hit? Who is he going to hit? Who is he going to... Yep, sorry, Steven. <clears throat> yep, it's all right. Just just let him let him wind it up. Pure, pure unadulterated power right back at me. Here we go, boys. Uh, actually, all right, chat, get the torches. Get the torches. Um, let's see. So, he starts winding up his hammer. And he swings back, and he starts going towards you, and then he disappears. 
but you all still feel the rush of movement. And may all three of you take an attack of opportunity as the invisible dwarf is trying to get away. Uh, actually, I can, uh, I can do so that witch bolt ta uh, attack is every turn. Oh, it I can use my action. Yeah, I can use my action to deal 1d12 lightning damage automatically. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he ran away 30 feet. Um, and that is the exact range of this spell. So, so I can hit him with a, with a d12 if you want. Oh, I'm sorry. He only runs 25 feet. Uh, everyone else does get to swing at the, the including you, if you wish, uh, as a reaction to uh, hit the invisible opponent with disadvantage. I'll bite at him. <laughs> uh, you already used your Hungry Jaws move, which I believe is once oh, yeah, per rest. Yeah. Does it have to be a bonus action? Because I, I do just have a bite attack. Oh, yeah, you could just use your bite attack, yes. I thought it was uh, directly linked to Hungry Jaws. My oh, no, no, no. So, yes, Thalgris, uh, uh, Turnbuckle, and uh, Turquoise all can get a free swing, but with disadvantage when attacking. A nat one. That'll... That'll be fun. I'll deal with that in a second. I got an eight. Got an eight. And what'd you get, Thalgris? Sixteen. Uh, Thalgris, go ahead and hit. Da uh, do some damage. Sustain for eleven damage. <laughs> so. Oh, wait, I have a question really fast. So I know it's kind of late. Um, since he has an ash in his face, does that go invisible too? Or would it still be like so, kind of flying around where he's running? That is a very good question. There's still ash on him. Which helps identify him, but will still make it difficult to hit him. It would still be disadvantage. But I would make it so that you could track where he's moving to, and he's not completely invisible. Um, but it doesn't quite matter, as you see this little smudge of, of uh, dirt on the eyes as this movement runs away, and a hammer just swings out and just clocks him alongside the head. Or, I mean, I, you describe it, sir. How do you want to do this? <laughs> see him start to move uh he will s just basically call out not today and swing around with all mites just at whatever he can hit whether it's the middle of his body or whatever it doesn't matter he's just gonna hit you concave his skull as his corporeal form shows itself again as it slumps to the ground dead in its failed escape uh, congratulations, uh, everyone. That, um, I wasn't expecting to have, uh, you guys, uh, have the emergency boss fight. Uh, thank you, Steven. Yeah, no problem, dog. You know, I'm just here to really, really ruin shit. 
Um, but that was all planned. That was in the book, and uh, I would like to uh, uh, say that this is probably where we're going to wrap it up. It's 10 o'clock on the dot, so we did uh, pretty good for a three-hour session. Um, and uh, at the beginning of next game, uh, you guys get to roll on the minor magical item chart because uh, you defeated uh, the, the, the Dark Dwarf, uh, which was like... An optional thing. So everyone, uh, that uh, this is our first uh, session uh, at, at its end of the Gateway Wars, and uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what did what did you think so far? All right, vote of confidence. Thank you. Um, not self-conscious or anything. <laughs> it was awesome. All these characters are really interesting. I think it's gonna uh, be a wild one. Um, Honestly, pretty shocked I made it to the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Certainly thanking myself that I'd actually thought to take Spare the Dying. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a good cleric. Um, yeah, honestly, I, uh, I, I wasn't sure about how many creatures to throw at you, but since you had a literal cleric on the team, I figured I could be a little rough. Just, just a little bit. Um, uh, so besides the... Myself. <laughs> the, the, rock t the rock took me down to one health point, so... Holy... Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, yeah, I'm down to two, boy. That's with a plus four con, so. <laughs> and once, uh, uh, between now and next session, I will, uh, tabulate all the XP that you'll have gotten for this, uh, this session, and I'll send it to you, and if you guys level up, go ahead and do that in the in-between time. Um, and we can talk about those changes when we, uh, get to our next game. Uh, I will let you all know that the uh, all of those associates and teammates and everything that were with you were the cages. So your Sherpa, your Acolyte, your Farmer, your Foreman, uh, uh, and the horse. Uh, they are they they had all been boned. They. <laughs> you hate to see it. So they're all dead. No, what you're saying. Yes. Yes. I knew he was All right. useless. <laughs> Alright, so was there a, would there be a way for me to figure out that that was the foreman? Uh, I would say, uh, yeah, after the combat, anyone who decides to actually, like, do some investigation, some medicine, you guys don't need to roll these, but you eventually find that's like, oh, hey, there's these piles of, like, r r rags and clothes, ex-clothes, and you'll spot, like, uh, yeah, no, this, this was his belt, or this was, like, you know, this is the shirt that, uh, you know, he, he, he always wore, and it has that pit stain, that particular pit stain, like, whatever it is, you do find markers and, uh, and evidence of the deceased. I'll just take his belt, and I put it, I'll put it on, like, uh, on my, so, like, kind of like a sash. Okay. And I remember, in remembrance of the foreman. Oh, Spirit of Knowledge, are you still there?
Nope. I yes, lost. I am. Sorry about that. Can you please tell me what the foreman's name was? The foreman's name was... Brahmin Thorfist. Brahmin Thorfist will, will be forever remembered by the spirit of knowledge. The acolyte's name was Torben Phyllis. Now, uh, we, d we don't need a complete list of the dead, but uh, at some point, if you ever wish to do that, that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> thank you all for uh, joining us for our very first game of Gateway Wars, and thank you to my wonderful player base, um, who are all brand new friends to me, and I'm very happy to have you all along on this journey. Um, and I'm really excited about next week, you guys. Um, Thanks for having uh, us! Yay! Yeah. Thanks, guys. Don't worry, chat. The riot has just been postponed by seven days. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Much love. Stay safe out there, and uh, we will catch you all next week, uh, Saturday, uh, starting at. Uh, we'll try to get started at a hard six thirty uh, next week, uh, Pacific time. Can do. All right, everyone. Farewell. Have a great one. Much love.